Hello and welcome to the Party Center Speaks podcast. This is the podcast for family entertainment centers and event venue owners, operators, and managers, and staffers looking to grow their business. If you want to learn more about increasing your party bookings, this is the podcast for you. My name is Araceli Balcazar, and I'm the marketing, sales, and social media assistant here at Party Center Software. In this episode, we're going to interview Miss Laura over here, who's also part of our Party Center Software team. So Laura, let's jump right in and tell us about yourself and what you do here at PCS. Sure. So I'm the marketing manager here at PCS, and there's um, quite a few things that I do. We wear many hats around here. Um, Mainly, I manage the content production. So now we're doing podcasts. Beforehand, we had a webinar series, so I would book guests and, and manage that. Uh, we post to our blog three times a week, so me and Araceli are hard at work making sure that you guys have great content every week, um, ebooks, and all the really all the great content that you see. I make sure that we have outlines ready, we get it done, we have booked guests and all that good stuff. Um, alongside that, I work uh, closely with all of our trade show partners, so. I make sure that we get our contracts in at the end of the year. We choose and select which which shows that we're going to. And overall, I just kind of help where I can. So I help with sales. I help with all of our emails. I help a little bit with social media, but now we have Aries. So so you're a busy, busy bee is what I'm getting. (laughs) So um, I guess my next question for you is, how did you necessarily get into this industry? So it was really by accident. Um, My husband and I, well, at the time we were engaged, we were living in New Jersey, in Jersey City. And of course, COVID hit. And unfortunately, we had lost our jobs. Uh, But prior to that, I actually worked with Rebecca at the company I worked for before Party Center. Small world. Yeah. And she was looking for a marketing manager um, for Party Center. And I was like, well, I'm definitely on the market and interested So we ended up actually moving to Tennessee. Both Rebecca and I are based in Knoxville now, um, just because we kind of wanted to get away from the city. And shortly after we moved, my, you know, my husband actually got a job. So that's kind of why we moved here. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she was like, well, you know, I'm ready to kind of go through the interview process. So I went through that and um, I knew that I, I got the job. And I really didn't know too much about the industry beforehand. It sounded like a lot of fun, but I didn't really know too much. So after doing my research, I was like, wow, this is kind of the perfect place to work because I came from like a more corporate setting, working with Fortune 500s and CEOs and whatnot, sometimes difficult personalities. Definitely the opposite, (laughs) for sure, where we are now. A hundred percent. And so... You know, this industry was very family oriented, um, casual, but in a good way, just like in a very warm way. And folks were really easy to talk to. And yeah, I just I started learning more and more. And really, I kind of jumped into, okay, you know, you have to create all this content. And I really didn't know, okay, who am I speaking to or like, what is our target? So I had to do a lot of research when. Um, I first joined the team, and luckily, the team here at PCS is amazing, so I learned so much from Miss Eileen, from Megan, from Rebecca, um, from our CEO, Scott, about the industry, and 
who to write content for. And yeah, I haven't looked back since. I, I just really love working. I really like that story. That's like a kind of like a blessing in disguise. You took one path and you didn't necessarily know where it was going to take you, but it turned out pretty well, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel really, really blessed. being. Yeah, honest. for sure. Good, good for you. I'm glad. So how would you describe, like, how would your parents describe what you do? Do they know I, what you do? Yeah, they do. <laughs> They do. Um, that's I love the question because that's really funny. Um, my stepdad I feel like is a bit more business oriented. Like he understands mm-hmm. uh, kind of the gist of what I do, um, and so he's always like, "Well, we have to use your knowledge for like a family business or something one day." So he's very he like understands kind of the core. Um, yeah. My mom. She's just happy if I'm happy. So I I don't know how they would really describe it. I feel like my mom really didn't fully um like understand what I do until we actually went to get my passport photo taken and the man was like asked talking about what he's trying to do with like getting his um teenager to like start TikTok for his business and Mm -hmm. then I was just sort of giving him like all this these ideas like oh you could do this you could do that and she's like oh like it kind of clicked how do you know all that so that's what you do that's why I have so much knowledge in that area that's (laughs) so funny (laughs) yeah so it clicked for her then and um yeah I feel like my brother my little I have a 11 year old brother he probably knows the most because he like wants this job because he's yeah into oh, his, kids nowadays are so tech savvy oh like yeah. I have a little sister too she's always on her ipad and knows how to do everything and i'm just like it surprises me because they're going to be like so smart when they're older and they go to school and everything so absolutely well so long as they don't get too addicted to it oh yeah you know there's balance for everything um but- do your siblings ask you about like you know oh like they must know that you work with like laser tag facilities and trampoline parks so are they like excited because my brother tends to be excited about that yeah my little sister was excited so she was like when are you gonna take me there for free like do you guys need to get to go for free and i'm just like <laughs> Like, if I go, you're going to be in school anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's funny. But um, I guess going into our next question, what would you say is the biggest, like, challenge that you're facing in your role right now? Or what project are you focusing right now that's taking most of your time? Well, as far as challenge, I'd say, um, you know, there we're always kind of thinking of, on the next thing like in terms of content right like what do Mm -hmm. people need to um, learn about how can we better educate our customers on different features Um, and so of course we had the launch of quite a a few features right now memberships Mm -hmm. um, email automation social automation so just our automation suite as well as website design services so really kind of the main challenge I'm dealing with leading into next year is how to educate our customers to buy into, you know, looking into these features, learning about these features, and helping folks understand how they can grow revenue and grow their business with these features. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the main sort of challenge. And of course, there's other things too, like balancing the different projects that we work mm-hmm. on. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I would say, you know, in terms of content, uh, I'm also thinking about, okay, what's our plan for next year? We kind of developed that already. 
but we'll be writing a lot of new articles for the blogs, especially like now I'm thinking about January um, and we'll be writing about memberships and membership marketing. So that's a little bit of a learning curve for me. I know what our software can do, but I'm not really sure how to like write that out yet. So yeah, I would definitely say it's definitely a process of, you know, being able to understand it yourself and then relaying that information to others and explaining it in a way that they will understand. So I definitely say that's a challenge, but, you know, I think we're going to crush it this year and, you know, good content is going to come out for sure. I have a a good feeling that it is. Absolutely. We have a solid plan. So yeah. Speaking of good plans, um, what do you think makes a good website? You know, I feel like everyone has their own definition of what makes a good website. So what's your definition of good? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that I could list off, but I think, you know, for me, it's where's the most important information and can I find it quickly? So if I'm a customer and I am a mom and want to book a birthday party, Mm -hmm. where are the prices? Where are the packages? Like, where's that info? So I, I find that a lot of websites um, are tend to have a lot of information, but the priority is not mm-hmm. clear. Like it's kind of hard to find. You have to click around and by the end of it, you kind of lose your interest. So we always recommend, you know, have that book now button up top, have a page that says party packages and have all of those listed out. So I'd say that's kind of the main uh, thing for me is, is the website like accessible? Is it, you know, clean? Can I see the information right then and there when I want it or need it? Um, and kind of second to that is also the visual aspect. So people For want sure. to see themselves at your facility before they even step foot in the door. So great pictures, right? So we always recommend that our customers even stage their facility, like get your friends, get whoever is willing to be in the photo and stage them, let them have fun in your, you know, arcade and at your trampoline park and just have a photographer come in and take some great photos of them having fun. Because again, when you put that on your site, people will see themselves in that person's shoes having fun. So I think that those two things make a great website. I definitely agree. There's so many things that makes a good website, but photos is one thing, you know, that visual aspect is what's really important and what reels those customers to come in and then time and time again, come back. So, and so now going to our next question, now that we have our, you know, new marketing automations tool offer, what do you think your your journey was like? How how did you learn how to use this tool? Could you explain, um, you know, how you learned it and everything, and how other people will be able to use it? For sure, yeah. So um, we, I was kind of there in the initial initial stages before things were really built out for us. Yes, you were, <laughs> and so. Um, I was already familiar with the platform that we were integrating with in order to um, mm-hmm. make this possible, um, but I wasn't aware of all of the different features that were going to be available to our customers. So kind of the first thing that I did was just made a free account, got in there, 
And uh, as soon as we received access from our partner, I just kind of started digging, you know, like what is here, what is available. And I was really impressed by the social media capabilities, like the social scheduling tool and the email tool. And it became a no brainer that we could um, make cater this more to our customers and offer it. And one of the things that we also uh, did was come up with a bunch of triggered emails. So I had to kind of put myself in the customer's shoes, like what kind of automated emails would our customers want or need or use? Mm -hmm. So a lot of the learning for me was also actually putting myself in their shoes and looking at the platform and kind of asking myself, okay, how would this work for me if I was an FEC owner? Like, is this worth the money, the time to learn it? Um, And then I just started jotting down ideas and I would kind of back check them, I guess, against our team and ask the team like, hey, what do you think of this? We are very, very lucky at PCS that we have Miss Eileen and now Danielle, who were both who are our CSMs, but they were both former FEC managers. And yeah, they, they have so much insight. And oh, they're yeah. so helpful with everything, you know, any question you need to ask that has anything to do with facility management or anything in that area. They're your people because they can answer they have so much, you know, experience with the like people and just you know running a facility in general so it's very beneficial I would say yeah they are they're awesome so you know I would just ask them like if you were using this tool as a FEC owner operator um what would you want to see what would you want to be able to do Mm -hmm. so I'm really happy that the dev team here and, of course, our partner was able to, were able to work together and make it possible. And that was kind of my journey. Like I was just poking around a lot. And in terms of, you know, how do you then train customers on how to use it? Mm -hmm. We're going through that right now. We're trying to see what works. But I created a bunch of videos on pretty much every single feature in the tool and how to use it and what it does and what are the capabilities. So I'm hoping that customers find a lot of use from that, from those videos. Um, But I'm also working on, you know, writing some stuff out. Our support team is also working on, you know, creating a help center article that has more specifics. So we'll see how it goes. I think really though, Folks, just watch the videos, you know, if you purchase this tool and just get in there yourself and yeah, for see sure. what, what is what you can do with it, because it is very easy and user friendly. It's mm-hmm. not a super convoluted tool. It's not very tricky. There's a lot of help resources within the tool itself. So I think it's just really trial and error getting in there learning. Yeah, I, I agree. And honestly, I give kudos to you and our just customer support team, just because I feel like with using a new tool, it, didn't, it doesn't even have to be marketing automations tool. It could be, you know, any tool when coming in and like teaching someone how to do it. You don't necessarily know what issues or problems customers will have that will arise so you know I feel like it's like you know taking in like trial and error like coming in coming you know what I mean like a customer won't know what issues that they'll have unless they try to use it so I feel like you guys are just very there forefront or um, the customer support team I mean is they're very there forefront you know they're like okay this customer had this issue using this tool how do we create a solution they didn't necessarily know that it was a problem beforehand so mm-hmm. I definitely think that, yep, you could definitely benefit from these tools for sure. Absolutely. Uh, 
Yeah. And then let's, let's just jump into memberships. It's now our newest feature. So how do you think our customers will benefit from memberships? Um, yeah. Sure. So yeah, memberships is, is one of the newest things that, you know, now our dev team put together and really there's a lot of things that customers can do with memberships. I heard from IAPA that some folks, you know, unless they had like maybe a trampoline park, like some facilities didn't fully see the purpose of, of or use of memberships, but I would say that memberships can be applicable to really any sort of facility. Reason being is that it's a great way to collect annual and just reoccurring in general, it could even be monthly revenue. And you can fold different um, activities and packages into, you know, your membership plan mm -hmm. and be able to offer that. So, you know, you got to think outside of the box. And, you know, sometimes I like to look at totally different industries, like let's say the fitness industry and gyms, and how they do stuff and try to think outside of the box. Like just because you're an FEC doesn't mean that you have to do things one particular way. It actually helps having some sort of outside perspective, like how do other business do memberships and what can I do to make it worth you know, my customers' money and time to do it. Um, there are a lot of FECs that, you know, they do really cool, like, monthly plans. If your kid is really into a particular um, attraction, you know, they it, it's really, like, more bang for their buck. Um, for sure. And, you know, one thing that our partners gets me thinking is, say, United Play, um, uh, Bob Krause uh, from United Play. I think now he went on on his own. I, I apologize, Bob. I don't remember exactly if you're still with United Play or not. But one thing that he used to say is, you know, um, he did research on kids like having fun at his FEC. And he said that they burn a crazy amount of calories. Uh, they're getting fitter. They're getting stronger. Like it's it's kind of crazy because they're yeah, playing. Like they're like not at the gym, but they're having so much fun and they're doing so many different things that you could even sell memberships as like, hey, you know, your kid is going to burn energy. They're going to have fun outside or inside. They're going to you know do things that stimulate them. Get them out off the couch. You know out of you know not on the computer get them mm -hmm. out playing with other kids and you could even sell it that way and that can work for any type of facility like you could have one for yeah, little kids. for sure it, I definitely it's, agree it's like you definitely have to think outside of the box you know what I mean because not one solution is going to work for every single facility or the way that they use a certain feature so you definitely have to think outside of the box look at different businesses how they're doing it but, you know, at the end of the day, you have to think about what's your end goal, you know, and you have to sure. twist that and make it work for your own business because, you know, there's not a perfect recipe for every single person, I would say. Absolutely. And I would also add, too, that memberships can really help with customer retention, too. You know, that's a common thing that we hear about a lot. You know, how do I get customers to keep coming back, you know, how do I uh, encourage uh, repeat visits? Mm. And I think that that can be a good solution for a lot of different facilities. You just got to think outside of the box. 
For sure. I agree. So now as we're wrapping things up, I have one more question for you. With the new year coming up, what would you say are your career and personal goals with this new year? Sure. So I'd say personal, I'm going to be a first-time mom next year in June. So exciting. So I think personal goal is just kind of like getting everything together, making sure I'm healthy, making Mm -hmm. sure that the stress is low and that I'm kind of ready for that. I'm going to do a home birth. So I'm definitely very excited, but you know, I got so exciting. You're going to be a great mom. Thank you. I'm so excited. Um, And so, and work-wise, my goal is really going to be to make sure that this podcast, you know, continues to, to grow next year. um, And that I'm, continuing to create more content for customers that helps them to, you know, understand our features better and just grow their business. Like we don't just talk about PCS all day long. We talk about yeah. all the different <laughs> of, you know, growing and improving your FPC. So that's really my main mission here is like, I just want to make sure that customers feel like we're putting out good content. So Well, thank you for that. And thank you for being on this week's episode. I hope these tips that we shared today were helpful. And then if you guys are listening, if you have any feedback or have any topics or anything you'd like to discuss with us, be sure to email us at marketing at partycentersoftware.com. And also just to make sure that you guys don't know already, this is a weekly podcast. So make sure you tune in every single Thursday. And Party Center Speaks is powered by Party Center Software. We are a facility management tool that helps family entertainment centers and event venues book and book more parties and manage their facilities. We also offer marketing services such as custom website design and marketing automation services to help you expand your reach and grow your traffic. Now, if you'd like to learn more about us, please head over to partycentersoftware.com and also be sure to give us a follow. Um, at Party Center Software on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. And our Twitter is at Party Center Soft. Well, bye everyone and thank you. And until next time.